Hello, hi, welcome back to the On My Mind podcast. I am your host, Ava Jules. You probably already knew that. I hope you're having a good day when you're listening to this. I'm having a pretty good one so far. Well, I kind of woke up. <laughs> I go, correction, I woke up feeling like shit today. Uh, I don't know why. I just woke up feeling very tired and lethargic and just in a very lazy mood, which is fine. But today I was like, eh, I have a lot of stuff to do. I can't be lazy here. So I got my butt out of bed. I had to hop on a call kind of early this morning. So I did that. I had a coffee, drank a lot of water, had a peach cup. And then I almost talked myself out of working out. It's funny because when I woke up, I looked at the to-do list that I made on my phone for today. And at the top of the list was workout. And I literally deleted it off of my to-do list because I was like, there's no way. I don't feel like it. There's no time, blah, 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 all of these excuses. And then after I was done with like my morning routine and stuff, I had a free hour and a half and I was like, okay, cut the crap, Ava. You haven't worked out in a few days. You can do it. You should do it. You're going to feel so good after. So I threw on some workout clothes. And for some reason, every time I throw on a workout set, I feel like my body knows or my brain knows it's go time. And under no circumstance will I put on a workout set and then not work out because I don't know, it just makes me feel very motivated, especially when it's a cute one. I actually lifted for the first day. And I haven't done that in a while, which was really nice. I love a good pump. I feel very strong. Well, <laughs> I go correction again. I haven't lifted in a while, so I definitely can't lift as much, which is fine. I don't really care about that, but it was kind of funny to like feel myself struggle with weights that I used to lift with ease. But honestly, I'm not going to get mad at myself for that because, hey, there's seasons for different things. I haven't really been in the lifting mood recently. I've more been doing super long incline walks, which has been really nice, but it actually felt really good to... Do an arm. I kind of did a full body workout today. I go, I'm suddenly a fitness influencer. I'm just kidding. No, never. I, I'll just, I'll just throw it in there, here and there. But it felt really, really good. And afterwards, I did a walk. I watched a YouTube video. And after I came back, I was so sweaty and my face was all red. That's just the best feeling when you're sweating, your body kind of hurts. I just love that feeling so much. And I took a shower. Now we're here. Well, actually, one last correction, we're not just here because I just dramatically finished Gossip Girl, the original one, for the seventh or eighth time. It's going to get really embarrassing when I get into the double digits of rewatching this show, but I just rewatched the last episode. And for some reason, the last episode just really gets to me because all of the drama in it and the ending is just so good. So I have been crying. It's been emotional. It's been an emotional 45 minutes. There's just something about OG Gossip Girl that just really hits the spot. So I don't know when the next time I'm going to rewatch that is. I should probably give myself some time in between because it's getting a little obsessive here. But anyway, I honestly just love having some type of noise in the back. Since I do live alone, there's obviously not a lot of talking here unless I'm filming or recording and I don't even sit down to watch it really. I just kind of have it playing or I'll have music playing. So that's why I rewatch shows a lot lately because I don't have to fully sit in front of the TV and watch it. I can do my chores, do my work, and just have light background noise. So I don't know. That's been really, really nice. I've finally conceded and I am deciding, I go, I've made the executive decision. It's been so hard to get here. No, uh, to come to the point of watching the new Gossip Girl. I know it came out so long ago. I think they already even filmed season two, but season one is still out on HBO Max or whatever. And I never wanted to watch it. I've heard very mixed reviews on it. 
And I've always just been like, eh, you know what? The original of things is always better. And I just didn't feel like watching it. But I have a really long flight that I'm going to get on today. And I thought, you know what? I do love me some Gossip Girl. And the last thing I'm going to do is restart the original one from season one. I go, that could signal something unhealthy there. And I was like, let's watch a new show. Let's watch the new Gossip Girl. So updates to come on that because like I said, I feel like so many people have already watched it and I'm very behind the game. I feel like when it comes to shows, I'm always so late. I literally don't know why, but whenever shows come out, I watch them six months to a year later, even if they're very popular. I did that with Squid Games. I remember when that was so popular for like two, three months straight and I didn't end up watching it until much later and I really only watched Outer Banks for the first time maybe two months ago and that literally came out two years ago and I watched that for the first time so I don't know why but I always watch new shows so behind the game and I can never contribute to conversations about it and I always find spoilers when I'm like scrolling as these shows are popping off and you know new episodes are being released so whatever i feel like i need to be a little more current but i'm excited to watch it i have my radar up just because the bar is set so high with the original i don't know why i'm popping off about gossip girl here clearly i am such a fan and <laughs> i need to cut the combo right there on that speaking of travel i have a last minute little thing planned and i'm really excited about it i have not gone somewhere new in so long, which is such a blessing. I'm really grateful to be able to do that. But one of my friends, Marla, she invited me to go to North Carolina with her. Her parents have, I think like a summer home there or something and she's going and she invited me to go with her. And before that she lives in Miami. So we're gonna go to Miami first or I'm gonna go to Miami first and then we're gonna go to North Carolina after. Never been to either of those places. I've been to Florida before only for, I think like a volleyball tournament back in the day. I've maybe gone twice, but never to Miami. And I go, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. We're only there for two nights. So we'll see how much damage can be done. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll see. We'll see what we get up to within those two nights before we go have a wholesome North Carolina summer moment. I am so excited to go to Miami because I feel like, I don't know, it's just obviously such a popular spot. I hear so many things and that'll be a fun little moment. So I'm really excited to get to check out some two new places. And then after that, I... I'm going to go to LA for a few days just because I feel like I might as well get some business done. I'm going to meet with my manager, see some friends, possibly record a podcast with a special guest, which I'm really excited about. And yeah, since I'm going so far, it is so far to travel to the East Coast from Hawaii. It's like a 12, 13 hour flight in total. And so I was like, you know what? If I'm going to be all the way over there, might as well hop onto the West Coast for a sec before I come back. And I'm really excited. I honestly love California in general. Oh my gosh, I want to go back to San Diego so bad. There's so much more of California I want to explore. I would love to go to Northern California one day, see some new cities in California in general, but I do love some LA every now and then. So that's coming up and that's why I'm pre-recording this episode before I leave because I was like, you know what? I can't leave my favorite people hanging for a week. I need to record this. I'm literally about to leave to the airport in like an hour here, but, but the last thing I wanted to do was not have an episode go up. So here we are. I'm excited to be here and I'm excited for this episode. Best things first. I have an Olipop with me. It's the classic root beer. I talked about this as one of my favorites recently. Oh, I love the sound of opening a can. Let's hope I don't spill this brown liquid all over my beautiful white chair and my white top that I'm wearing. I recently, oh my gosh, I'm... Uh, 
See, I'm aware of things. I had this can of root beer with me. It's not regular root beer, I guess. It's the Olipop one, and it's whatever, sparkling tonic. It's supposed to be good for your digestive health. The ingredients are really good, whatever. So I had that on the couch with me two or three weeks ago, and I could hear my mother's voice in my head because I had this can laying against my leg. So it was next to my thigh, kind of leaning against it so that it wouldn't tip over and I was looking at it and I could hear my mom's voice being like don't drink on the couch why would you literally have an open can of something that has color to it even with water it's like just annoying to have to clean up something in case you knock it over but in my head I thought nah there's no way it's gonna fall over what happens 30 seconds later it falls over brown liquid spills all over my couch and for a second there it literally looked like a little (laughs) like someone had an accident on the couch (laughs) um So that was unfortunate. And then I tried to clean it up. I don't know how good of a job I did cleaning it up. You know what I've been wanting to do recently is get one of those liquid, not liquid couch cleaners, but it's like a vacuum. And when you vacuum it, there's like soap and water that suctions out everything and you can see all the dirt being picked up out of it. So I don't know. I would love to do that, but I don't want to buy one because those are expensive. I don't know if you can rent them, but I feel like my couch needs a good cleaning now. Anyway, this is your sign to listen to that voice in your head when it's telling you you shouldn't be doing something, but then the other part of your head is like, no, it's going to be fine. You know what? Just better be safe than sorry. So I don't know why I'm putting myself in danger here right now, but I just wanted to enjoy a little, a little drinky drink while we record. Other than that, the last little life update I have, I hope you guys don't mind listening to the life updates. I was about to say, I'm so sorry for all these little updates and talking before the actual episode, because I know some people, when they listen to podcasts, just want the person to get right into it, but I'm just in a chatty mood, you know, and you guys are my besties, so I just had to brain dump a little bit here, but my last update the other day, it was Sunday, today's Tuesday, I had my second sun glow shoot, which was so, so fun. This was still for the first collection, just to get some extra fresh new content for socials and Instagram stories, TikTok reels, whatever. I wanted to get some new photos and videos and have just all new content to post because the last photo shoot we did was for the launch, which was over a month ago. And so I wanted to do a new one. This one was especially exciting because I hired some girlies who live on Oahu, which was really fun. The first collection I shot with my friends, which was amazing. But this time I wanted to open it up to people who follow me, who follow Sunglow. I thought it would be super fun to kind of incorporate people in that way. And it was so nice. It was a beautiful day. There were three lovely girls who came and shot and I don't know it was just such a surreal moment because I was like what the heck is going on this is such a dream to be doing of course you already know if you know how I am if you've listened to these podcasts you know I get very nervous about stuff like that especially just about meeting new people and whatever but once the shoot started all of my nerves went away. I just get so nervous to like, I don't know. It was just such a big deal and there was so much excitement that kind of turned into nerves or whatever, but it was so good. I'm so excited to post the photo soon. So if you haven't already, you should definitely check out the Sunglow Instagram. It's just at shop sunglow. And I just had the call today that I mentioned earlier in this episode. The meeting that I had was to talk about drop two in October and also talk about next year's launches and future things that I want to do next year. So that was really exciting. I am so passionate about this, which feels so good because I haven't felt this passionate about something in a while. And I just feel really stimulated in that way and very inspired. And it's been a big learning process. I feel like I've been learning so much about running a business and how to navigate all of that, especially being a brand that 
its main sources from social media, running a brand on Instagram is so different than what I normally do because obviously I know how to do the Instagram thing on a personal level because I've done it for so long, but on a business level, it's been a very big learning journey, but I have been just soaking it all up and feeling really good about it. Anyway, current fave. I've been loving to do this little segment in these episodes, but my current favorite is the Replica Maison Lazy Sunday Morning Perfume. Oh my goodness, when I tell you the compliments I get on this. So I feel like there's been a very big journey from me being a floral Bath and Body Works perfume girly when I was like in high school, that was my shit. And don't get me wrong, that still smells so good. But lately I have been like, you know what? It's time to get me a woman scent. I want something that's not too floral and fruity. I kind of associate that with my younger self just because that scent is like ingrained in my head as my high school years. And I was like, let's get a mature scent. Let's let's uh, tap into adulthood here. And it really just smells like fresh linen. It just smells like you have your shit together. I realize that offers no help to what it smells like, but it just smells clean and fresh. And it smells like you just got out of the shower and smell amazing. So you should definitely check it out. They have like travel sizes too. I literally just bought a travel size the other day because I was like, I need this on my trip. I can't go a day without it. So that has been my recent favorite. I have gotten compliments on it. So you guys know I can't gatekeep that from you. So had to share. Anyway, on to today's episode, we are going to be talking all about how to become your own best friend, love your own company, enjoy your alone time, my favorite things that I like to do alone, and kind of how I've learned to be okay with being alone. We're kind of going to talk about all of those things here. And I thought this would be a fun episode because I feel like personally, I have gone on this independence journey for a few years now. I feel like it started after I graduated high school. I really started to learn to do things alone. I definitely just wanted to kind of find my independence in that way because I hadn't done many things. Obviously, like at that age, I was with friends or people all the time and in like a high school or in a school setting in general. And I didn't go to college after high school. I I have done a few classes, but like I've never gone to an actual college. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have a constant group of people around me or I'm not going to be in a school setting where I'm surrounded by people and my friends are leaving for college. So I really wanted to, I don't know, find my independence a little bit And that was kind of when that started. It's been a journey. I mean, I graduated three years ago. Goodbye. (laughs) That is an interesting realization to come to. What the heck? Three years. Okay. Anyway, I graduated three years ago and still today, you know, it's still like a learning process of learning how to be alone and figuring out how to actually enjoy that and doing what works for me to do that. So it's definitely been a process. I feel like sometimes I've taken it to the extremes and have isolated myself a little bit too much. That kind of happened at the ending and beginning of this year, I would say. I just took it way to the extreme and I just didn't really socialize much or I don't know. I just, I was isolating myself and I feel like that was just because other internal things were going on, but that isn't good. But now I've been finding a healthy balance of friendship time, me time, family time, all of the above. And I feel like I've been finding good balance with that recently. So I'm not taking it to the extreme of I'm always with people, but I'm not taking it to the extreme of I am always alone. I feel like I've found a pretty happy medium. 
Personally, I'm someone who loves my alone time. I definitely have a social battery that needs to be recharged after a lot of socialization. I think, well, one thing, it's a beautiful thing when you find people in your life who don't, not that some people purposely drain your social battery, but you know, there's just some friends that you're around where they don't drain your social battery. It just feels good. And there's other social situations where you might feel a little more drained. And for me, it is so clearly evident in my head when I really need to recharge and have alone time. But I don't know, everyone's different. Some people love to be alone, others don't. But if you're someone who wants to learn how to become your own best friend, enjoy your own company, this episode is for you. And if you already like to spend time alone, I feel like this is also a good one to listen to just because I'm going to talk about some of my favorite things to do alone. I also asked you guys on the podcast Instagram what your favorite things to do alone are. And so I think it's going to be really, really fun to talk about. I feel like it's definitely a journey for sure because sometimes it's uncomfortable. And that was kind of the biggest obstacle I initially faced when I started spending time alone, just because when you're used to being with other people, you're kind of like, okay, what do I even do with myself? And sometimes when you're out in public alone, I would feel uncomfortable and that's all very normal, especially if you're used to being with people most of the time. For me, there's some things I'd rather do with others and share the experience, but I feel like there's also a beauty to experiencing things by yourself. And so I think for me and a tip I want to share with you is to be intentional with your alone time. And by that, I mean really taking out the time in a day or being just, just being intentional about your alone time because obviously for me, I live alone. And so technically I have alone time a lot, but it's not very intentional. It's just like normal day to day. But when I do it intentionally, it's when I go out and have a solo day, a date day with myself. And I'm actually thinking about what I'm doing instead of just, you know, being alone every day. It's intentional and kind of with a purpose. But over time, it definitely gets more comfy to be alone. The more you do it, obviously, I feel like with a lot of things in life, the more you do something, the more comfortable it's going to get. I remember when I went to the beach for the first time alone back in the day and I was so uncomfy. I was like, what do I even do with myself? Are people looking at me? Are people wondering why I'm alone? And those thoughts just, I don't know, I didn't hang out with myself alone much in the beginning just because it was kind of a learning curve, which is interesting. I'm sorry, I'm bouncing all over the place here, but I think learning how to be alone is such a beautiful thing because at the end of the day, even if you're with people, all you're left with is yourself, your own thoughts. And I think when you learn to enjoy your own company and be okay with being alone, you just hold so much power because you know you can do things by yourself. And I think that is such a beautiful thing. And I don't know, it's made me more confident, even in social situations, just having that independence and knowing that I can do things alone. If you're nervous about it, I feel like the best thing you can do is to start small. It definitely gets easier and more enjoyable once you kind of get past that. But I feel like instead of just throwing yourself into the deep end of being like, okay, for the next week, I'm going (laughs) to isolate myself and be alone. You know, that's obviously not the best balance. But I think for me, starting off just by going to the beach alone was the best route. Obviously, I know that not everyone can just like drive to a beach. But I think doing something that you already love doing, say it's going on walks, say you go on walks with friends or you like to sit in the park with friends or whatever. Maybe you like to 
go to cafes, whatever you enjoy doing. I feel like doing that alone is good because you're already comfortable in that environment. And so for me, I already love going to the beach. I'm very comfortable going obviously. And so that was the perfect place to start. It wasn't super intimidating. I know if I had tried to sit in a restaurant table for one at prime dinner time, I would have, eh, no, I go, I wouldn't be here to talk about this today because that would have freaked me out and that would have just been very overwhelming. So I think starting small with something that you're familiar doing and then doing it by yourself is a good place to start. Maybe it's even just going to Target alone, you know, or Walmart or TJ Maxx having a solo little day. And I don't know, sometimes when I'm alone, I like to bring a book or even put in some AirPods some headphones. I've done that while I've grocery shopped before and it is such an experience. It's so nice. It's also just kind of fun to plan little dates with yourself. And I think it's a really good way to show yourself love because you're taking yourself out on a date. And you know what? You don't need to have a partner to do that. You can do that for yourself and by yourself. You can, I promise. I know sometimes it's scary. I totally was the opposite before where I kind of felt crippled by being alone. And sometimes, you know, being alone isn't the best. I think it's definitely good to know what you need and when, because when I was in my isolating, self-isolating era, I feel like I really would have benefited from having some company. I just felt very overwhelmed by my thoughts and felt very alone with them. And isolating myself didn't really help with that. On the other hand, sometimes you do need to deal with your thoughts alone. So I don't know. It's all a balancing act. You kind of just have to figure out what works for you and listen to what you want and what you need. I think the biggest obstacle for me to kind of overcome that was to realize that being alone doesn't have to mean you're lonely. There are moments when I'm alone that I'm like, holy shit, I feel really lonely. And there's moments where I'm like, I am thriving. I love this. But I think it's a misconception that when someone's alone that they are lonely because that is not the case. You have all the company in the world to offer yourself for yourself, (laughs) by yourself. Does that even make sense? You don't have to be surrounded by people to feel fulfilled and feel good. I mean, I'm sure you've probably felt like this too, but there's, you know, been times when I'm surrounded by a group of people and I feel lonely, which is a weird thing. So that's why I think being alone doesn't correlate to always being lonely because you can be lonely in a group setting. It really just depends. But I think for me, something that really helped me was understanding that no one's judging me for being alone. No one is, you know, I always would just think in my head, oh my gosh, if I'm sitting at this cafe alone, are people going to think that I'm lonely or like a loner or whatever? Is this weird? And over time, I've kind of just gotten over that. And it's funny because now when I see someone alone, I'm just like, oh, go you. You are powerful. You are amazing. I love that for you. But before it was just me overthinking it and thinking that, oh my gosh, people are judging me. People are wondering why I'm alone. Does she not have friends? But that's really not the case. I don't think I've ever looked at someone who was by themselves and been like, wow, they have no friends (laughs) because that's just totally not the case. But speaking about that, I think in general, being alone is so powerful and enjoying it because you always have a built-in friend. You don't have to rely on someone else to go do something. If someone cancels plans on you, you can still go do those plans. I think for me, there's been periods in my life where I didn't have many friends. And so finding that within myself was so good for me because I didn't feel 
lonely because I had myself to lean on. And like I said, that's kind of taken some time to fully feel that because that was always the goal was to fully feel like I am my own best friend. And now I do. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this bitch. I love hanging out with me. Sometimes I'm annoying though. So <laughs> I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting game. Speaking of all of this, I thought I'd share some of my favorite things that I like to do by my lonesome. Count how many times I've said the word alone in this podcast. <laughs> if that was a drinking game, you'd probably be on the floor because I've said that word so many times. But these are some of my favorite things that I like to do by myself. Obviously, the first one, I love a solo beach day. There's some days where I'm like, a beach day with friends or someone else would hit so hard. That is the vibe. And there's other days where the mood is more going alone and just swimming by myself, enjoying nature by myself, laying out in the sun. It is so recharging to do that. And that is probably my favorite thing to do alone, but it's also nice to share that with other people sometimes. So like I said, it really just depends. Another thing that I haven't done recently, but there's this one cafe here on Oahu that I used to go to all the time. I just haven't gone recently because I kind of overdid it and I was sick of it, but now I'm like, wait, I want that now, but I leave. So I have to do that when I come back, but I love a good cafe. I feel like cafes are the perfect place to go alone because restaurants can be very intimidating sometimes. But for some reason, a nice coffee shop, a cute little cafe points if it's outdoors because I don't know, something about sitting indoors alone is a little more intimidating than sitting outdoors alone. I don't know why, but that's how I feel in my head. I just feel like coffee shops are so welcoming in general. And I feel like there's always someone who's alone when you go to a coffee shop, maybe they're doing work or whatever, but that could be a really good place to start. And for me, I feel very comfortable doing that. It's also just nice to kind of enjoy a meal or enjoy a cup of coffee by yourself. Sometimes I still am working on this, but sometimes I notice that I kind of get fidgety and don't know what to do with myself when I'm alone at a cafe or like eating whatever. And I'll catch myself just being on my phone the whole time. And I'm like, okay, this is not very intentional of me. Kind of going back to what I said earlier, this doesn't feel, you know, I, it's just, this is not being alone. I am need, not, can't be stuck on my phone the whole time, but sometimes, I don't know, I feel like the first thing I do as soon as I kind of feel awkward is start to scroll for no reason, which I'm trying to kick that habit. But if you feel like maybe it's a little bit scary to literally just sit and do nothing while you're eating or drinking, whatever, maybe bring a book, have like a solo work day, whatever. I feel like doing that is very intentional still. Maybe not computer work. I don't know. I don't know. You kind of just have to find what works for you, but I love to bring a book to this one cafe and kind of just sit. Or sometimes recently, I feel like I've gotten to the point where I'm okay just people watching and not going on my phone, not having a book to distract me. And that has been really nice too, because I am such a people watcher. I could watch people for days. I just love to observe look around. It's just so interesting. And I don't know, there's something about it. I remember when I was in New York this summer and I was with my sister and my grandma and we were sitting in Central Park, maybe for like an hour and a half, just watching people walk by, run by, bike by, watching things happen. And for some reason, I just am so, is enamored a word? Is that the word I'm looking for? I was going to say I'm so enamored by that. Hold up. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta do a dictionary check here because I, I can't be spreading false news. Enamored. Hmm. I'm so enamored by it. 
It means be filled with a feeling of love for. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. Cool. I didn't even know I had that word in my sleeve or in my back pocket. Enamored. Great. The more you know. So if you're like that too, I feel like that's also a really fun thing to do. Just, you know, watching the barista do their thing, watching what people order, obviously not staring at someone like aggressively or scarily, but just taking it in. And I feel like that makes the moment very special and it kind of makes you be more present in the current moment that you're in and thus being intentional about your alone time, which I think is really great. Ooh, I want to add to the beach thing because sometimes when I go to the beach, sometimes I do bring a book, but lately when I've been going, I've been bringing like a piece of paper, not a piece of paper, my like journal and a pen. And it's been really nice to kind of journal out my thoughts. And that is just very therapeutic for me. And I think it's really good to do and processing, you know, certain things that you go through or just thoughts that you have. If you just feel like you're so overwhelmed, I feel like you could sit in a park and do that. And it's so nice instead of just like sitting in your room, obviously sitting in your room and doing that is amazing too. But these are just some other options if you want to get out of the house and do it or doing that at a cafe could be really nice too. I'm just throwing ideas out here. Another thing, this I haven't done in forever, but going to a bookstore by your lonesome, there is nothing more main character than that. You can't convince me otherwise. You can pretend you're in a movie and, you know, some boy's going to walk past or some girl's going to walk past and they're going to look at you and fall in love and be like, oh my gosh, they're alone and they're looking at books. They're so mysterious. <laughs> That's how I always feel whenever I'm like in Barnes and Noble alone. I always feel so mysterious. I'm like, ooh, I wonder. Yeah, I'm getting way too deep into this. Oh my gosh. But I do feel like going to a bookstore is such a vibe. It's so fun. Even if you're not into reading, I remember years ago when I didn't give a shit about reading, there's just still something special about bookstores. They hit the spot. I need to find some cool local ones because while I do love Barnes and Noble, I want to check out some local ones here. So if you're from Hawaii or you've been here and you have some good recs, definitely DM it to the podcast Instagram or my personal Instagram because I need to do that more. I haven't gone to a bookstore in so long, but I also think the reason I haven't gone to a bookstore is because... Uh, 60% of uh, the books in my bookshelf are unread. It's bad. I always go to a bookstore, buy new books, and I'm like, eh, I don't even end up reading them for ages. That's not good. I feel like I'm currently getting back into my reading era. I'm reading Family of Liars right now. It's the prequel to We Were Liars, but you're supposed to read it after you read We Were Liars because there's spoilers in it. And so far, I actually like it better than We Were Liars. So if you read that, I know it was a pretty popular book. I'm pretty sure it blew up on Book Talk a while ago. If you've read that, they recently came out with this one and I'm really liking it if you are interested. Hold on, I need to take a sip because my voice hurts from talking. You know what? Fun fact, every time I push the stop button on this recording thing after I say, that was everything on my mind, I literally sit back and I'm like, I do not want to talk for like five hours now <laughs> because... This is a lot of talking for one person, but I also love to talk. Sometimes I need to stop myself because even now I will go on and on and on. I need to know when to shut up respectfully. Anyway, hold on. I'm about to take a sip. ASMR. Yummy. This next thing is perfect if you don't feel like leaving the house or you just don't feel like going out. And this is obviously a lot less intimidating because you're in the comfort of your own space, but having a movie night or a movie afternoon, but movie nights hit different. Turn the lights down, light a candle, put on a comfort movie or maybe watch a new movie, make yourself a bowl of popcorn, have a snack, prepare a little drinkity drink. 
grab an Olipop, whatever, and Alani knew, I don't know, whatever. Have a whole setup, grab a blanket, and enjoy a movie by yourself. This is obviously so simple, or it seems so simple to do because it is, but I think, again, doing this intentionally makes all the difference because I've been doing this recently where I will be like, okay, tonight I have a little date with myself. I'm not gonna make plans. <laughs> I go, how often do I actually make plans though? Come on, let's be real. But it's been something I've been enjoying doing because during my day, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm having a movie night tonight. And it's really nice to do that alone. Obviously, it is such a good step to enjoying something by yourself. Or if you wanna take it up a notch a little bit, I had the urge to do this recently. I haven't acted on it yet, but I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm at the point where I could go to an actual movie theater alone and enjoy myself. I think that thought would have been, that wouldn't even have been a thought in my head a few years ago. I'd be like, no, I need to go with someone. But recently I kind of had the urge to do that. So I think once I get back from my trip, if there's a movie, I might go do that because like I said, I had the urge. I think that'd be really fun. It's also maybe not super daunting, like going to a restaurant alone because you're just sitting in a dark room and I feel like no one's paying attention to each other. You're obviously just watching the movie. So that could be a really good step towards having some alone time. That could be a really fun date. I need to do that. I really want to do that. Okay. I'm, you guys have to hold me to this within a month of me coming back. I need to do that. Now I'm nervous, but I'm glad I put it out there because I feel like that would just be something really nice to do. If I do do that, no, not if. When I do that, I will post on the podcast story so you guys can know whether I did it or not when I do it, just so you know that I actually did do it. Speaking of movies, this is kind of random, but the other day I saw Where the Crawdads Sing with my mom. I read that book maybe uh, sometime last year and I really enjoyed it. It was kind of difficult to read in the beginning, but it really is just such a good, good story. And I just think whoever directed and wrote this movie and produced it, they did such a good job of not butchering the book because so many movies that come out, if it's based on a book, I feel like sometimes it's so hit or miss. You either love it or hate it. And you're like, they literally butchered the book. What are they doing? But I really feel like they were pretty much spot on with all of the events in the book. I think the casting was great. It was such a simple movie. I was talking about this with my mom after. I was like, you know what? That wasn't really a complex movie, but it was still so beautiful. It was just amazingly produced and they just did such a good job. We left, we were like crying by the end. Even though it was a simple movie in a lot of ways, I just feel like it was still so powerful and good. So if you did read Where the Crawdads Sing, you should definitely go see that if you haven't. Even if you haven't read the book, my mom didn't read it before watching it. She still really, really enjoyed that. So that was really fun. Prior to that, I hadn't gone to a movie since before the pandemic started in 2020. Yeah. So it has been years since I've gone to a movie theater. It was very nice. I had an icy. I don't have ICs often, but when I do, it's surely when I'm about to watch a movie. And for anyone wondering, it was strawberry because the blue vanilla was broken. Anyway, <laughs> the next thing that I love to do by myself Sometimes I do this with no destination in mind, but it is a solo car drive. Maybe I'm popping on a podcast or playing some good tunes and it's just so nice. Again, sometimes I'll intentionally do this and I'll probably make a stop along the way if I have like an errand to run, but I love my solo car rides and I feel like this is one of the less intimidating things to do just because you know, if you drive, you've probably driven alone before. And I don't know, it's just so nice. I'll roll the windows down, 
put on my sunglasses. It kind of feels like a main character moment, especially if the music is right. Oh, say less. That is my favorite thing to do. And I think that's something that a lot of you could do too. And again, be intentional about it. It is so, so fun. And the last thing that I'm gonna throw out there for one of my favorite things to do, this obviously isn't store specific. You could just go shopping in general, but I love going to Sephora by myself and taking my time in the aisles, just looking. There's been times where I don't really buy anything or maybe just one thing, but it's so fun to just look at different products. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just girly like that. And I just love Sephora. It is so overwhelming in the best way in there. And especially if you go not on a weekend, it shouldn't be super crowded, which is so nice. I kind of just do a little crawl across. That does not make sense. I'm not crawling across the floor, obviously, but I do a little stroll through the store, look at what's new, I don't know. For some reason, I love that. I'm not even a huge, huge makeup girly. I love makeup, but I'm not, obviously, I'm not a beauty guru by any means. I used to, I tried to be. My old username was Beauty by Ava, but I don't know. I'm not crazy, crazy into makeup like that, but it's still just so enjoyable to do. So that's also something that I really like to do by myself. And it's not super intimidating to do. Even just shopping in general is doable. Well, I don't know. Back in the day, I don't know if I would have, but that's something I definitely love to do now. So those are all my favorite things that I like to do alone. There's a few other things, but those are like the main ones I could think of on the spot here. And these are the ones I kind of do the most often. But like I said, I asked you guys on the podcast Instagram to submit what you guys like to do, what your favorite thing to do is alone. So I'm going to read those. Someone said, I love cleaning my room. I don't know. It just makes me feel so calm with the window open. Oh, way to get specific. I love that so much. And again, I feel like this is very intentional because sometimes you can just clean and be like, whatever annoyed about it and just going through the motions but that's really cute i love that this person said that another person said art museum make up little stories about the paintings read on a bench music etc uh that is the cutest thing i've ever heard i don't even know why i thought of that i feel like maybe um probably so i know there's a few museums here i was about to say i'm so dumb i there's no museums here there definitely are i remember going on a field trip to them back in the day but I would love to do this. I love going to museums, especially when I'm in New York. I always enjoy going. I've only gone with other people, but you know what? Now I feel kind of inspired to go to one alone the next time I'm there or even revisit some of them here. I know there's like a modern Hawaii Museum of Modern Art or Modern Art, something like that. I love this idea though. And I feel like there's quite a few people who go to museums alone, so it might not be super overwhelming. The reason I say some things are more intimidating versus less is I feel like for me, something's more intimidating if where I'm going, there's more people who are definitely going to be in groups rather than alone. For example, a restaurant at night. If you can do that alone, you have so much power in my head and I hope you're proud of yourself because I think that is literally amazing and I hope to get to that point one day. I know I will, just not yet. (laughs) I go baby steps, baby steps, but I feel like for that, that would be very overwhelming for me. But for some reason, like I said, a cafe, on the other hand, not overwhelming because typically the vibe is more chill. There's usually people who are alone there. So that's kind of what I mean by that. But art museum, any type of museum, that sounds so fun to do alone. I adore traveling by myself and reading on the plane. Ooh, yes. I didn't even include that in my list, but I too love to do that. It is so special to do. And I remember when I, when did I travel alone for the first time? I think I was like 13, 14, (laughs) these weird noises. I'm so sorry. 
I think it, well, I didn't like travel in the destination alone. I think the first time I traveled alone was to New York when I was a new teenager, maybe like 13 or 14, I think. But obviously when I got there, I was with family and friends and stuff, mostly family. But the act of traveling, like going on the plane, the pre-plane ritual, maybe grabbing a Starbucks, getting some drinks, waiting to board, getting excited. That is really fun to do alone. And I'm actually so excited. I actually have to hop on a plane very soon here and do that. But I love that so much. Traveling alone is such an eye-opening experience. You learn so much because you have to figure everything out, you know, for yourself. And that being said, obviously, if you're going to travel alone, please be safe. I want all of you to be careful. Obviously, in any situation when you're alone, I think it's good to be very aware of your surroundings. You know, make sure someone has your location, let someone know where you're going, all the safety precautions (laughs) that we have to take. But Yeah, I love that one. Traveling alone is literally amazing. Reading with a candle lit in the rain and my cat next to me. Oh, again, way to get specific. I love that so, so much. Someone said going for walks and listening to a good pod, which I think is so fun. Who knows? Maybe some of you are doing that right now. If you are, tag me because I want to see you on your walk listening to the podcast. That'd be so cool. Another person said reading in a park, which I love that. Running errands by myself hits so hard, especially on the drive there. Oof, I agree with that one. Someone said listening to music. Sometimes I just get fed up with other people's music taste. That is hilarious. You see... You know, I try to be open-minded. Well, I am open-minded when it comes to listening to music, but sometimes songs don't hit as hard when you don't know them. And I obviously love being introduced to new music, but when it's the first time you're listening to something and the person playing it is like singing along and long and jamming to it, I almost feel uncomfortable that I can't like contribute. I'm just like awkwardly trying to vibe out, but I know none of the lyrics. But if someone else plays music that I know, then it's super fun to jam out with someone. But the reason I love to listen to music alone, I'm really popping off here, is because I'm the type of person who will skip a song halfway. And I, that might be a red flag. I, I admit to that. That might be a red flag to some people, which, you know, I totally get because every time someone's in the car with me, because I don't think about it when I'm alone because it doesn't matter, but I will literally apologize and being, and I'll say in the middle of the song, I'm so sorry, but I, I have to skip. I'm a song skipper and some people get annoyed and some people are like, oh, that's literally fine. But when I'm by myself, I'll re-listen to the same song five times. You can't always do that with someone else. So I love that. Another person said picnics, even if it's just reading on a picnic blanket in my backyard, I love them. That is such a good idea. And I feel like that's a good way to get used to enjoying your own company too in the comfort of your home, just like the at-home movie night. Instead of going on a picnic at the beach, maybe if that's a little too intimidating right now, I love that idea of doing it in your backyard. That sounds so, so fun. Another person said online shop. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Someone said ordering my favorite food and getting it delivered and watching a show. Ooh, that is very, I was about to say that's very underrated. It's literally not. I just haven't mentioned that yet, but I love to do that. That is the best form of self-care, baby. I'm getting a lot of responses that say listening to a podcast while walking. We love that. And I'm getting a lot of responses that say dancing, 
because I don't feel comfortable to do it in front of other people, which yeah, I definitely relate. Draw like a child in a coloring book while listening to music. Baking, it relaxes me when I'm feeling anxious or stressed. Another person said, go to a coffee shop with a book and be that mysterious girl. Yeah, you understand the assignment. <laughs> Someone else said, going tanning by a pool, reading a great book and doing a nice self-care shower after. Crochet or cook a meal. Watch my guilty pleasure shows and videos that I know nobody else would watch with me. Another person says, be weird. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like it's unspoken, but I think we can all agree that we are like our most true, weird, sometimes gross <laughs> versions of ourselves when we're alone. Because, you know, you can do weird or like gross things when you're alone because you're not going to judge yourself. <laughs> In the moment, sometimes when like something weird or like whatever happens, I'm like, I'm, I'm gross. <laughs> Anyway, taking my dog on a walk because it's still company, but it's not a human. I go, uh, dogs are human. Correction. No, but I, I agree. I love walking Coda. It is the best thing ever. I feel like so many of these are kind of similar to what I said about going on drives, going to a cafe. I'm seeing a lot of blasting music. So I feel like we're, we've got some really great ideas here. If you've been listening to this and any of these spark your interest, this is your homework. I definitely challenge you to do something like this for yourself this week if you have a free chance to. I think it is such a great way to get to know yourself more, get closer to yourself, and become your own best friend. And I think that's one of the best things you can do to enjoy your own company, learn how to be alone. Like I said, it's a process. And for some people like me, it was really uncomfortable at the start. But if you are like that, I promise once you practice it more, it gets easier and it actually becomes enjoyable and desirable to do. I am anxiously looking at the clock now because I'm kind of running out of time here, but thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that we can all become our own best friends and learn to love being with ourselves because we are the most important person in our life. So you have to take care of yourself because like I said, you are very, very important. I love you. Thank you so much for listening and for all the love. That was everything on my mind. That was really dramatic. I didn't like that. I don't know why I'm being like dramatic with my pauses. That was everything on my mind. Okay. No, I'm serious now. That was everything on my mind. Bye.